Hey, nonprofit leader, you do awesome nonprofit things. And our friends at Pro Resources do awesome HR things. Now, why is that important? Because you have too many things to do than worry about payroll and compliance and benefits and admin and workers' comp. You've got donors to get, you've got clients to serve, and you've got a community to make awesome. So let our friends at Pro Resources help you. Go to ProResourcesHR.com. Learn about how they can help your organization not worry about all the HR things. They've got you covered. Go to ProResourcesHR.com. Let them help you be awesomer at HR while you become awesomer as a nonprofit. ProResourcesHR.com or call them at 800-776-4671 and make sure you mention Do Good Better. Get your special nonprofit rate. Hey there, friends. Before we get to a brand new episode of the official Do Good Better podcast, we want to thank you, the listener, for subscribing and sharing with all of your nonprofit friends. Most importantly, we need to be thanking the sponsors to this very show. Hey, if you're in the market for a CRM system that makes your life easier, there is no better item in your fundraising toolbox than DonorDoc. DonorDoc is not only the premier sponsor to the show, it is the premier and intuitive CRM system that not only has everything you want, but has zero things you don't. No one needs complicated, especially when you wear 10,000 different hats at your nonprofit. So get DonorDoc and use Do Good Better at checkout and get a month free to try it out. Thanks, DonorDoc, for being an awesome sponsor. Hey, speaking of life being easier, fundraising is not and as a listener to this podcast, I hope you found some insight and tips and tricks on how to make it a little less challenging. But if you're looking for a more content, more done-for-you templates, weekly support, and a community of other do-gooders like yourself to either commiserate, challenge, co-create, or celebrate with, join Do Good University. Hey, it's our brand new membership site. We have hours and hours of on-demand trainings, exclusive guest expert webinars, and access to the entire Do Good Better crew to answer all of your pressing questions. All of that is for an affordable monthly fee. So visit dogooduniversity.com or click the link in the show notes for details. Hey, get ready for another episode of the official Do Good Better podcast. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast, where we help small and medium-sized nonprofits do good better. Join host Patrick Kirby as he chats about the latest nonprofit trends, challenges, and success stories. Plus, you'll get actionable advice to help you be even awesomer. If you're a nonprofit professional, volunteer, or supporter, this show is for you. We'll tackle all the big topics like fundraising, marketing, and volunteer management. Our only goal? to bring you the information and inspiration you need to take your organization to the next level. So grab that giant caffeinated or adult beverage and get ready to do good better. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kirby. And of course, we talk with people who are going to help our small and medium-sized nonprofits do good better. And I think I think we can all pretty much agree that uh, when it comes to philanthropy, I think we can all do a little better with both our transparency. It's going to de- lead directly to our donors and supporting uh, supporters of our organizations to trust 
us more. We're going to have a conversation today about trust-based philanthropy and what that means. And by the way, we're just going to get somebody who took that to the next level and actually is developing a platform that's going to make this even better than anything that you've seen before. I'm pumped. You're pumped. This is going to be great. And I think we need to all give a giant do better. Welcome to Chase Harmer. He's the founder of Wishes. Chase, welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. Hey, man. Great to be here. Uh, super excited to chat with you today and uh, look forward to the conversation. It's going to be uh, an, an amazing one. And I think it's the important one, too. I think when we're trying to differentiate ourselves between the countless nonprofits in our community, I think the ones that are trusted most and are uh, transparent the most are going to attract the biggest and best donors. And then they're going to tell everybody about it first. And we're going to dive into that, I promise you. But first, before we start, I would love uh, you to introduce yourself to the audience and give us a 5,000 foot view on who you are, what you do and why we're talking today. Sure. Um, well, uh, my journey as an entrepreneur started uh, when I was 19 years old. Um, I landed into the credit card uh, payment business. Um, I built that, uh, you know, over several, uh, 12, 13 years into a pretty big enterprise and uh, started building financial technology in 2014. Um, built a company uh, that started in 2014 to 2021. Exited that company, but that company specifically did, uh, was, we were a virtual credit card issuer. So think about like Apple Pay. We were one of the pioneers inside of that space. Um, we developed a lot of the technology that some of these other big platforms are using. Um, and, you know, really kind of the moving money from one part, uh, one side of the equation to the other, because every sale was a purchase before that. And so I was came, became fascinated with moving money and, um, you know, created about seven patents in card issuing. And after I was uh, exited my last company, I started donating to charities and causes more often. And what I realized was it was really a hard, uh, well, I never understood the impact that I was making, um, you know, and I would donate to a, a charity or if you go into like a platform, go, I like go fund me and you donate to um, an individual or a crisis, you never understand what happens to the money. In fact, obviously there's lots of problems with that. People raising money for things that they don't have problems with or, a charity that raises money um, for a cause um, that does that uses eighty percent of the money on things other than that cause. So it kind of uh, makes it harder for uh, donors to really have that trust um, that allows them to feel comfortable with those donations, and it kind of just muddies the water. And uh, you know, I wanted to, I sought out to solve that problem because I had basically knew exactly how to solve that problem, and. Um, and uh, build a platform uh, called Wishes to to make that happen. And so we've been working on it for for about 15 months, and now we're ready to launch at the end of September. So we're we're, we're right here. I'm uh, I'm super excited to learn uh, more about that. And I think everybody who's listening, I think, is really uh, interested in that topic because getting digital donations as much as we love it, and it's a needed thing that your organization has to get into it. It is less intimate and less knowledgeable than having right. a cup of coffee with somebody saying, like, sure. here's a check or here's something else. So right. I think there, therein lies the challenge. And so um, information is absolutely key to understanding why a donor uh, gives to you, when they gave to you, what they give it to you for. Um, these are the type of questions that you can't get. Let's just say you're doing it on a social media platform that shouldn't be named uh, out here uh, where you give and then you get a list of like how much you made, but zero information about it. What was the, what was the, the the turning point in which you said, OK, there's a person behind each of these transactions. Was there a note that you just go, the hell is going on here? 
Um, well, for me, I wanted to actually understand. So like, I, I remember I was at an event. Um, well, first started my thinking started when the New Orleans, uh, the hurricanes happened in New Orleans. And there was like $10 million raised for the Red Cross that wasn't actually the Red Cross. And I was just like, whoa, that's that's a, that's a problem. Um, but, you know, when I was at the ground floor, they were giving Ziploc bags out to everybody. And I thought, well, if you're if everyone's giving money, like, it does, is my money going towards a Ziploc bag or like people have specific needs, families need have specific things. And so I wanted to understand as a person, as a donor, um, that I made an impact, you know, and I, my, our thesis is um, still is, is that, you know, if people understood the impact that, that they were making. Um, they're likely to give more and more often um, because if they always understood like where there was money, where their money was going and how it was being spent by those charities or by uh, those individuals in need, um, they're they're more likely to do it again and again and again uh, because that's the impact. We give because we care, you know, in, in giving to a, a charity that, you know, 76% of all charities, all there was a standard study done by uh, Candid 76% of charities uh, all agree that imp showing impact is the most important thing. I mean, it's the one thing that charities really need to do to get more money. But right. only 26% of the, the all the sur that surveyed, the 76%, um, ha have like something to show impact. And it's nothing that, and it's all done months or even a year in arrears. You know, nobody's doing it in real time. And uh, it's not easy to do. It's not easy to put a dollar to you know, an impact. And I think um, I wanted to help solve that problem. And that, that was for me as a donor, um, you know, that's really where the whole idea and everything came from. Well, I think as a nonprofit, the the idea of being curious and your natural inclination to want to learn more is going to lead to bigger and better uh, donor relationships. And I think that then leads to the communication of like, hey, thanks for this gift for this. This is what your impact made this made impact now does this, 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 and you've now made the world a better place because we can actually track it from point A uh, sure. to point B. When, when you're talking about um, transparency, uh, you're talking about impact, where does, the, where does communication and how you communicate um, play into this as well? Because you've got generational gaps now in between people who just <laughs> love writing checks still. Uh, sure. Or people want to roll over a bunch of uh, wealth, or individuals who are just testing the water for the first time in this new generation of like people who want to do good, but they've never given in a way that's outside of a QR code. Where does <laughs> where does communication come into play here while you're sort of organizing your thoughts about wishes in yeah. general? Yeah. So uh, through our platform, if, if and I, I used to find me as an example because you know, most people know what what that's like so would you uh, wishers would go on there and a wisher could be a person um, through our platform or it could be a nonprofit um, organization crisis and we could raise money through our platform they set up a, a story which is a page you put a video what you guys raising money for um, the great thing is that that on our platform if you are a private foundation and you're raising money basically just from your own people wishes is designed so we actually have a public 501c uh, fi uh charity um, on the front end. And then we also have a, a FinTech on the back end that does all the mo movements of the money. So um, when you're a private charity or any type of charity, you can come on our platform and raise money from all of the all of the public through our 501c3, which actually opens up the dollars and allows you to get a lot more eyeballs um, on your on your charity. And plus mm -hmm. private foundation, oh, as a public foundation, you can 
you, we can create, we can um, take dollars in from pretty much any type of size, you know, $5, $10, $25. You really, as a private foundation, sometimes you're, you're not able to really do that, um, take those right. types of donations. Through our platform, because we have a 501c3, everyone gets tax deductibility. All those receipts are kept inside of our portal. Um, they also get rewards, cash back. On the front end, we've designed the platform to actually maximize the bonus categories for credit cards. So if, if a nonprofit's um, raising money for, let's just take Maui as an example, right? So like yeah. uh, Maui, there's a crisis. Um, everyone, every, nobody has a place to live. People want to supply a hotel room or they want to get uh, help get a, a family a plane flight out of there. You yeah. can actually donate to a, ho- a hotel category or airfare category. We actually, how we create that transparency is we turn those donations into virtual MasterCards. Okay, so those MasterCards, those, that money becomes virtual MasterCards on the back end, and they can be utilized inside of our shopping portal, which is connected to Expedia, Hotels.com, uh, you know, Costco, all of the big brands. And so they can immediately get what they need in 24 hours. And if you look at some of the social media platforms, I guess which we won't name here, um, but a lot of those you you won't get uh, if you raise money for um, a cause or a charity, you won't get those donations and, until uh, like three months later. It's like a it's a quarterly thing on Instagram. It's like forty five days. Uh, GoFundMe is ten days, um, and our platform uh, it's twenty four hours. Okay. So um, you can get funds and you can utilize them immediately. Um, nobody raises money to get money 90 days later. Everybody would like to use that right away. So I think, you know, we open up a big audience um, and uh, those can be, be, and you get access to all your own data. So um, we don't hold any data hostage. um, And, you know, we want um, our nonprofits to be able to reach out to to, um, these donors uh, on an ongoing basis and and, uh, form relationships. Yeah. So, well, it, 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 and if you're a small nonprofit and you're just getting started and you're looking to sort of look, well, hot again, the number one question we always get, uh, regardless of whether a client or a future client or just random people on the street going, how in the hell do you actually raise the initial funding for anything? And a lot of them were like, all right, we'll go to your friends and family. And you kind of start out with this basic, you know, a uh, tree of people, you know, and whatever Rolodex sure. that you use. But they don't have a platform necessarily to do that. And they will use something that only pays out quarterly. Well, if you're trying to establish something or react very quickly in the immediacy uh, to uh, to uh, some chaos that happens in your community or something that you need to have right away, this solves uh, the great mystery of how you get those funds immediately into the hands of those that need it. Um, and, And what I think about, what's interesting about that too is this allows anyone to participate. It's almost democratizes the ability to raise funds for folks. And you can actually then, you know, I think a lot of nonprofits don't know how to leverage their volunteers for people who are interested in doing X, Y, and Z. Well, now you've got something that everybody can use. um, And now you've got an actual explanation to those who who have told you straight up that they want to help. Now you've got a roadmap for them in the first place, which is not, nobody has that yet. Yeah. And the other cool thing is, is we have an ambassador program at Wish is where, um, you know, like in times of crisis or volunteers, you can actually issue cards to your ambassadors and they can actually buy supplies on the ground floor or things like that and, and help uh, directly in times of need, which is, I think is a pretty, pretty unique feature of, uh, of the platform itself. Yeah. So. 
I, what I love most about the two is you're, you're leveraging points and you're leveraging a lot of the things that credit card companies are offering for all those. How, where did that come up and how does that even uh, turn into account? Because I think we wonder, like, how do I use any of the things that I've built up or, yeah. you know, yeah. am I going to get my flower miles for these? Like, but how did you like, how did that work? Because that's I'm yeah. super curious on almost gamifying yeah. your generosity yeah. in real time. 100 percent. So, I, I, you know, as the donor myself, like I said, the whole idea became came from uh, me, you know, donating and not understanding. And then I was like, well, what would be really cool is if I could actually earn rewards on my own credit card, too. And then maybe additional cash back um, if I signed up into some sort of membership program. So one of the other perks of the ambassador program is if you are an ambassador, you get the what we talked about just earlier, but you also get an additional one percent cash back through our platform. Um, if you use your own credit card, well, actually, you're always going to use your own credit card, but you use your own credit card and your credit card, let's say, gets rewards for every credit card gets rewards for some type of bonus category. So yeah. our nonprofit owns 10 other LLCs, which are all specifically categorized for um, the bonus category. So it's like Wishes Hotel, Wishes Restaurant, Wishes Gas, Wishes. Um, yeah. So essentially, what happens is when you're, these are category specific donations through a platform. So we have a general bucket, right? which goes through our, our nonprofit. But if you're specifically helping somebody with a specific need, like I need help getting back and forth to work, um, ride share, right? I need help um, raising money, uh, uh, eating food tonight with my family, right? They need groceries, right? You can help with a grocery category or ride share category, or, you know, in Maui's case, you can fly someone out of Maui, they come to California, so they're out of the fires or, you know, um, you know, help uh, someone with a, a hotel stay for the night. Those are all bonus categories. And I think everyone can relate to those categories and utilizes them. And most credit cards offer those categories as additional bonus categories. Uh, so, you know, it flows through those categories. Your card, your card uh, issuer that gives you the card, they see it as a hotel purchase or a restaurant purchase. So you get your tax deductibility. You get your rewards for hitting that category, and we turn that into essentially like a fleet card on the back end. So the wisher, whoever created that story or the nonprofit, can then only utilize that for hotel rooms or airfare or things like that. Mm -hmm. We, of course, have a general bucket where people can just, um, you know, donate to any type of like pets or whatever. But, um, you know, there are specific categories that are enticing for people to, oh, well, maybe they just, they're... They're more likely to donate to a certain category or a certain cause because they're getting certain things, you know. And so, um, we wanted to make sure that we were putting all the right motivation behind it. But also, it's, if you could get rewards, um, why wouldn't you want to, right? So, first, first of all, I, I, this is like the it's like donor centric fundraising on steroids. <laughs> like it 100%. is like a re yeah. it's a real interesting. And again, yeah. I think there's a lot of. Um, no, there's not a lot. I'm going to take that back. There are a handful of human beings that be like, well, why would you in incentivize giving? Because it's giving. And, yeah. and like, 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 it's fine. Yeah, right. If you, like, right. If, like, if it's okay. not going to, if it's not going to like, if it's, if it's in just uh, a benefit, you know, if, if you could get a benefit from um, giving to someone um, in the same exact cause, but one, one through one platform, you were able to earn rewards and one platform you didn't, are you, which platform would you use? All things considered, equal, right? Exactly. exactly. And, and again, I think we, I think we need to stop. Um, it, alt, altruism is wonderful. It's great, right. but it's not for everybody. And and again, right. if you have to entice people, you entice. Here's the here. I'll, I'll frame it out for somebody who's like, like, well, I don't understand this. 
if you <laughs> if you're trying to fundraise for um, a kid with a developmental disability and delay, and you don't have a connection to anyone with that specific disability, you're going to sell them on the story of what happens. Right. Exactly. It, that is your one percent cash back story is what it is. So you have to you 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 get an opportunity to actually um, give them a bit of a, of nudging because it tugged at their heartstrings. It's the mm -hmm. same thing, but you're doing it in a financial transaction, and that's totally okay too. At the end of the day, everybody gets helped. At the end of the yeah. day, you're you're uh, enticing people to be generous. And then here's where I think the nonprofits need to think is like, okay, now that you got the gift. What do you do with the information as it pertains to thanking? And this is where I'm super curious. So yeah. if I'm a donor and I'm giving to this particular cause, I give it through wishes. I'm the nonprofit that recognizes that somebody gave me uh, a gift, but on other platforms that are very behind hidden paywalls, I don't have access to give you a thank you note. I don't have um, access to give you a thank you uh, email. I don't have any access to build a relationship. And this is where the nonprofits really mm -hmm. struggle when they don't have any idea who the hell donated them in the first place. Sure. Explain to me how this works because I think, yep. I know the answer, but like explain how it works because this is where you yep. can really, as a uh, organization, link mentally and physically. Like now you're, yep. now you're one people. Yeah. So there's, there's two ways um, that we do this. So essentially we have, a uh, private label version, which uh, we built our whole entire platform on a private label. So we have private labels that are already existing for some mega churches and some other things. Um, and it's like just a powered by wishes. So you can be all your own branding. You can utilize, and we instantly give those tax receipts to the donors. We instantly, um, you know, provide messaging um, that it can be branded. Um, and that's and that's all data that you guys would have access to, and you can basically utilize. To communicate with, uh, send out, hey, we're running this, uh, you know, this campaign. We're doing this fundraiser, or hey, come out here and see us, type of thing. Whatever you guys want to do is is up to you. But you'll have access to that, all that information, and uh, the donors will have uh, full access to their tax receipts. Um, they'll have access to, and and then also if you're raising money, let's just say that you're utilizing wishes uh, for you know to get more eyeballs on your product, but then you're also um, you're also raising your own found uh, and, and the guy's donating to you directly and he's donating uh, to the platform directly. He can keep um, all of his donation receipts inside of uh, the platform and get access to them, download them, give them to the CPA at the end of the year. Um, you know, and then we can also, you know, run, they can donate to a specific category, like say at the end of the year, the, the last 10 days of the year are where the most donations come in, mainly because people want the tax write-off. Um, so you can actually do category specific donation stuff. Um, and even if people gave like $100,000, we can spread that out instantly. If you guys had a list of people that needed the type of help, it could be any type of category. Um, our technology does pretty cool stuff, but you have the ability to, um, you know, maintain all that data. You have access to that data and, uh, and it's all kept right inside of the portal. And again, that's your, your best practices as a nonprofit is what do you do next? Yeah. Um, and I think that's um, that the frustrating part about online soliciting and that kind of thing is now what I don't know where it came from. And this again, this goes back to that transparency and trust based philanthropy is that relationship building is the only way that you're going to grow your organization exponentially. And if you right. are if you're using platforms that don't allow you to have that communication or that understanding of who's doing what for you, well, then right. it's all for naught. 
And, and again, we're talking about donor retention is the number one chaos cause yeah. in nonprofits. Well, it's because most people don't take the time or energy or effort to go and seek out a conversation in between asks in the first place. Well, now you yeah. got transparency uh, that you're allowed to do it. Now, what you yeah. do with it is a totally different thing. That's on you. But now that you have the information, it's gold. Yeah. And the, and the reality is, um, you know, that's how these other third-party companies keep you on their platforms because they hold you hostage. It's not because right. they're group, they're good, or you're super satisfied. It's because you're stuck. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. And and it, I think that's where a lot of uh, nonprofits get frustrated. Yeah, is that I want to do this. I see every, and then this is the other thing too. If you're a small, medium-sized nonprofit, you're listening to this. This sounds too good to be true. No, because you're looking at everybody else who's being very quote successful online, but they're waiting. And then they yeah. get that report and there's no information on it. So how successful yeah. are they going to be when it comes to replying and building rapport going forward? They're not. So yeah. this is what makes this such an interesting platform itself. Okay. So you come up with this concept of wishes. Um, this sounds great on paper. Somebody's got to have a little buy-in to actually producing and creating and selling this as a concept because it's kind of rolling out uh, it's at time of podcast recording in a couple of weeks gets the, to gets to go live. W what's been the reaction? Um, what sort of initial feedback did you have? And then what did you learn that was like, oh, we shouldn't have probably done this or we changed uh, as you sort of grew? Yeah, I mean, um, it's been a process. So, you know, we essentially been building this for 15 months. And again, this is not something that I could have done in 15 months had I not uh, been doing this for nine years previously. Before that, um, specifically building this type of technologies um, it's uh, very complicated, but we have a great team. We've been beta testing it for a while now. And, um, you know, we've definitely found things that we had to change. Um, the market specifically, there's lots of nonprofits that are, you know, like let's just say you're raising money for schools or you're raising money for, and then there's there's certain categories you're raising money for, like home improvement. Like I need, we need an HVAC. That's like a home improvement category. You know, you can specifically reach out to your donors for these things because donors want to know. And, you know, we also, you know, kind of we're running, um, you know, when donors don't understand it, I, I'll use this as a political example. It's, it's not exactly the same, but I think it kind of drives home the, you know, when people uh, donate to a, a, a pol politician, like when they're donating to a politician, red or blue, mm -hmm. um, and the, the candidate doesn't win, people want to understand what happens to the money, right? So if they're not seeing that, their impact is, you know, helping all the people or doing all the things or providing all the resources. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to continue to go back to that donor and continue to get money uh, because they're like, where did it happen? Where did it go? Like, what's going on? Um, and I think, um, I think what we found is that the response is really good. And we've really been working through uh, more cost customer experience issues than uh, more, um, you know, more is, is this working? Because the feedback that we're getting is this is going to make it a lot easier for don't uh, for nonprofits to uh, raise money, mm -hmm. and it's going to you know be more impactful for donors to be able to continue to give to um, charities and individuals in crisis. And you know, we want to really be seen as the established, like trusted uh, platform that you know. Any charity raising money through there, we can validate them. So we're fully um, integrated with Candid as well. So we can validate our charities. We can be that level of trust. Um, you know, you can run, you can change your fundraisers at any time. Um, and I think that's also impactful too, because charities, 
sometimes you guys want to help like a cause because you know you guys are doing something you're some sort of relation to like a, a maui type of thing and i keep using that because it's real relevant but there's a lot of different things that people need there and um, you might want to just run a campaign specifically for for that and you can do that through our platform and and uh and make it uh you know make it an impactful thing so yeah i mean we're we're excited to launch it um you know time will tell but i think uh what we have right now is um is um it's it's people are excited about it so well yeah. I, I i will tell you and I, again we get we have the luxury of getting uh reached out to by uh but brilliant human beings who are coming up and said this is the single most transparent and um useful platform especially to startup organizations that yeah. that i've that i've actually ever experienced and so i'm really excited to sort of uh dive even deeper and the launch goes and yeah. um, and I think it would be super fun for our listeners to go and check it out. But they might not know where to go. So Chase, I need to figure out how do I send people over to you so that we yeah. can uh, make this happen for everybody. Where do we go? Yeah, so obviously we're launching at the end of September. Um so right now you can go to launch.wishes.inc, get on our wait list, then we'll communicate with you all the way until we launch. Um, and then obviously wishes.inc will be the app on the um, iPhone or Android. And you can go to wishes.inc to get more information about our platform and see what we're all about and see if this is the right fit for you. And we hope it is because uh, we'd love to see you on the platform. So, Well, uh, as we do with most uh, all of our uh, our podcasts, we're going to have those links in the show notes. So make sure that you get uh, your butts over there and click and sign up and get on the wait list. And then uh, when you do listen to this, uh, click in and see what Chase has got going on there. It's it's very it's very unique. It's very interesting. I'm really fingers crossed that it's going to be a fun uh, platform. And thanks for putting it on Android too for our Android users who get mocked. <laughs> <laughs> just saying uh i like it uh so a couple of things um number one and by the way when you're on there and you haven't subscribed to this podcast for shame you should and then give it a five-star review because we get new people like chase to come on and talk about this uh most importantly thank you uh for a couple of things uh number one thanks so much for the conversation about trust-based philanthropy in the sense of like online donations there are not enough people who are talking about this in the space and uh to come up with something like this because of that particular reason i think is a, a wonderful uh starting point and that everybody who has been ever frustrated with trying to get money out of an online platform when it comes to getting immediate help to those that you're serving finally got a solution for it so thank you there uh thank you so much again for your time uh and your perspective and your ability to kind of speak through some of these really important things that we don't talk about enough uh but mostly chase uh thank you so much for being a guest here on the official do good better podcast awesome to be here thank you so much Fundraising is hard, and as a listener to this podcast, I hope you found some insight and tips and tricks on how to make it a little less challenging. But if you're looking for a lot more content, done-for-you templates, weekly support, and a community of other do-gooders like yourself to commiserate, challenge, co-create, or celebrate with, I want to invite you to join Do Good University. It's our brand new membership site. We're going to have hours of on-demand trainings, exclusive guest expert webinars, and access to the Do Good Better crew to answer all of your pressing questions, all for an affordable monthly fee. So visit dogooduniversity.com or click the link in the show notes 